Welcome to this episode of the Empowered M Podcast. My name is Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I am obsessed with all things spirituality, business, and personal growth. I started this podcast at 21 years old whilst I was studying my Masters of Architecture at uni. It is fair to say that this podcast catapulted my life in a direction I never imagined possible. Soon after starting this podcast, I dropped out of my degree, quit my nine to five job and started my own business and in eight months of starting became a six figure CEO. Inside of this podcast, I share insights into the realities of being a 20-something CEO, along with actionable tips to help you unlock your true potential and create a soul-aligned and impactful life and business. So pull up a seat, put on your headset, and get ready to get empowered. Welcome to this episode of the Empower Them podcast. This one's a little bit different to um, our regular episodes because today I have actually brought in one of my team members, Emmy Hockett, who is my executive assistant, or as I like to refer to her, my get shit done girl, because she gets everything done that I need done in, in the business and life um, for me. But I have brought her onto the podcast today because we thought it would be fun to create a little bit of an interview situation where Emmy's going to actually take the time to ask me a bunch of questions about the recent travels that I've just ra- wrapped up, diving into everything around finances, lifestyle, business activities, and all of that to give you guys a little bit of an inside scoop into what my experience experience traveling the last five months was like as a business owner and what this transition period that I'm now in as I am settling back home in Australia is going to look like as well. So in saying so, Emmy, welcome. Do you want to briefly introduce yourself to everyone on the podcast? Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I guess brief introduction. It's been a, a year and a half, two years since I've been on. Um, but basically, I've been working with Emily since right after she launched her business. Um, really love working with female founders, uh, startups, just kind of being that support right-hand person, like Emily said, get shit done person. Um, And I just was not able to leave. Like we made it out of the startup phase successfully and had to change up my bio a bit because now I guess it's no longer I work with startups. Um, So super excited for today. I've also been traveling for a good 10 months. So this topic is very aligned. And I know we have our discussions weekly about things going on. So it's nice to share that with everyone, what it is really like to travel and work full time. Yes. And so Emmy has been with me pretty much for the whole lifespan of my business now. It was literally a couple months into my business journey where she joined me. So she knows the ins and outs of Empower With Them and has been a massive pillar in obviously, you know, the direction the company has been growing in. So it's going to be really great to have you interview, run the interview, M, given that, you know, you are able to see things that other people don't see. So be able to bring up some really interesting points for conversation in this episode. So in saying so, I'm going to hand it over to you now and let you take the lead um, for where this conversation is going to go. Okay, amazing. So I think first things first, uh, we live in the age of content creation, social media. We know that not everything is as it seems. So I wanted to know the Instagram versus reality of that digital nomad lifestyle 
what was it really like behind the scenes um, versus what you were sharing on social media and things? Maybe you notice that other content creators heavily push that you're like, mm, that's not, that's not it. <laughs> or maybe this could be shared about more authentically, anything like that. Uh, I mean, this is a great question, actually. I think for me personally, I've always taken pride in how like how I show up online is very authentic so when someone meets me in person you know they'll be like wow you're exactly the same how you are online because um I really show things how they are you know if there's um a very real and you know upfront about things so I wouldn't really say that there's like an instant much of an Instagram versus reality comparison in the sense of like you know sharing things but then the reality looking vastly different but what I probably would point out is um, what I think a lot of people don't realize about being a digital nomad whilst documenting your travels and also running a business is creating that balance between business content and also experiencing what you want to experience isn't as easy as you may think. The idea of like being a content creator and creating a lot of content while you're traveling. Like this was something that I had to really like learn how to actually do because, you know, it's one thing to want to be present for an experience. And then it's another to have to, you know, be documenting it for business purposes. And sometimes there can become this like clash where you're like, actually, I don't want to be documenting this right now. I want to be fully present and soaking up this experience. So like creating that balance was something that I actually spoke a lot about with, with some of the people that I was was, you know, traveling with who are also in business. And we we spoke about that idea of like needing to be able to um, differentiate and know like, what do I want to share versus what do I want to experience just for me and not carrying guilt about those things that, you know, you stay a little bit offline for. There was even a period across my travels where I decided to fully step back from marketing and literally only post things if and when I felt like it, which again was another big the learning experience there because we see these digital nomads who are actively, actively, actively posting. And it's like, again, there was this guilt of needing to be okay with just taking a step back and not necessarily documenting everything. So I think something really um, funny that came from that, that helped me make a shift was realizing that the content that I'm taking isn't going to expire when I come back home. So if I don't want to necessarily actively be producing um, like Instagram curated content out of the videos and photos that I'm taking whilst I'm away, that stuff is still going to be very valid when I come back home. And so for me, I ended up making the decision to, yes, document parts of my travels while I'm actively traveling, but also like know that I'm taking all this Be Real content and I'm putting it on my phone like for storage for later. I could come back to that and that's still going to be really valid now that I'm at home to be able to actually create more curated content and be sharing that um, whilst I'm away. So um, I, does that answer your question or is there anything you want to dive deeper into there? Yeah, well, I was going to say in terms of you be authentically sharing everything from your trip, I think you did put on your stories as well during your Niagara Falls boat tour that you did it twice, one to film content and one just to enjoy the moment. Yes, I think that's a great point to bring up because um, when we had gone through that experience, we didn't intend to do it twice. And um, we realized that when we were going through that Niagara Falls boat ride the first time, we realized 
hang on. Yes, that was fun. Yes, we were on adrenaline high. Yes, we got a ton of content, but we feel like we didn't fully soak up that experience in itself. And that's why we were like, this is such a special experience. Like how often am I going to be in Niagara Falls on a boat, you know, literally riding into the falls? Like I need to do that again. I need to do one of this experience, like just for me to be fully present and there in real life. Because I guess that's something that as creators and as online business owners we forget is that you know these experiences we're having we want to actually be present for them if we're living the experience through the lens of our camera we're not fully living the experience and we're not fully soaking it up so like if you are someone who is wanting to go travel I would really suggest be intentional about creating enough space in your itinerary that if you're going somewhere and you're wanting to create content at that place and document that experience for social media allow enough space for you then after you've done that to be able to just be present and look around and soak up the experience that you're actually having in that moment, because otherwise you're going to step away and you're going to look back and you're going to see all this awesome content. But inside, you're just going to feel like you're not fulfilled because you didn't fully absorb that experience you were having. Mm-hmm. I think also being intentional inten- intentional about who you're with as well. So if you're mm-hmm. with a biz bestie, that totally makes sense. You guys are on the same page. We need content yep. for our business, but we want to enjoy the moment versus if you're maybe with like a high school friend or your family, you kind of have that guilt come up like, oh, I have to take photos before anyone moves or you guys have to take photos and be really quick and you kind of disrupt that flow. So I think also being intentional about, you know, the people you're with in certain situations and is it okay to you know are they okay with taking content for you and putting the the moment on hold so you can get that so I struggle with that um, with my family and I don't even consider myself a content creator it's like mom yeah. I need you to take a good pick like you have five tries go <laughs> try and to keep it short was having a conversation right I mean a lot of my travels I found that I was with people who were in the same sort of business space or with people who were in the online space in some capacities who were aware of taking content but then there were also times where I was with people who just wasn't into that at all um or complete so strangers to, right that you're meeting randomly yeah, for the first time strangers at different places and so like with that just having that conversation and being like hey so we're going out and doing this thing today um I feel like this is a really great opportunity for me to get some marketing material for my business I would need a little bit of a hand with this curious to know like are you okay with helping me out for maybe like five to ten minutes to just get a couple shots and then we can continue on and be fully present for the rest of the experience Um, So even just like setting that intention before you go out with whoever it is you are going with, people always understand. And um, if you're just making sure that you're not, you know, taking away from their experience by Mm -hmm. making the whole thing about needing to get content, but instead just dedicating a portion of time for that, then I'm sure, you know, everyone's going to be supportive of you anyway. Yeah, I think that conversation is super important to have. And it takes two seconds, right, to get that disclaimer out and ask their permission. So going off of that, like we said, you're always meeting strangers, experiencing new things. Was there a difference or kind of a line you drew between fear of missing out, which we know can be a little bit toxic um, if 
you know, if that's all that's in your head versus just knowing, oh, this is something spontaneous that I usually wouldn't do. I'm going to give it a try. And was there really a difference when like the whole trip, were you thinking I need to say yes to everything? Or did you still have that boundary of, I don't know about this. Maybe if it's a no, it's okay to miss out. Yeah, I think at the start of my travels, I experienced that FOMO a bit where I had gotten about a month and a half into my experience. I was still in the same first location that I was in. And then it started to like kick in of like, oh shit, am I going to have enough time to actually get everything done that I want to get done? And as I was starting to travel and I was jumping between location and location and location, I started to realize hey, you know, Canada is so big. The world is so big. Yes, time is so limited here. I'm not going to be able to get absolutely everything done. So what are the things that I really want to prioritize now versus what are the things that I could always come back and do another time? And so really I would look at like how much time did I have in each of the places that I was staying? And then I would start to prioritize and see what are the things that I want to experience now while I'm here on my own? And then what are the things that maybe I can make time for? And then, you know, just trusting that if I don't fit it all in, I'm going to be back again, right? And that was a big shift to um, make within that FOMO mentality is just releasing the need to get everything in in this first trip and knowing that I still have so much time in my life to come back and experience more. So if I don't quite get to see everything that I do want to see there is always going to be opportunity for it down the track I also started to really like when people would invite me to do things with them I would sit and ask myself like is this something that I genuinely want to do is this an opportunity I'm actually feeling called towards or is this something that maybe like my people pleasing tendencies is just leaning me to say yes to and it became really important for me to tune into myself and have that self-awareness around okay is this a fuck yes for me or is this a fuck no for me and if it's a maybe or a no then you know it's not a full body yes for me. So that was another thing when it came to being mindful with my time and energy whilst I was away is just making sure that everything I am saying yes to, I really do want to be saying yes to because understanding that if I say yes to something that doesn't feel truly aligned with me, that's going to end up costing me another experience that I could have potentially had or time that could have been spent elsewhere. So it really does come down to that self-awareness factor, I think, of you know just being very in tune of, okay, what do I want? And um, being willing to say, know if there is something coming up that isn't fully in alignment with the experience that I want to be having. And I did experience that a couple of times. You know, I was invited to different concerts or to different places or to do different activities. And I would just ask myself the question of, is this something that I genuinely want to do? Um, Maybe it wasn't in the itinerary. And then all of a sudden it was something I did feel aligned with. So I went with the spontaneous spontaneity of that. But sometimes, you know, um, I did say no to people because I understood that saying yes means potentially having to say no to something else. Or you're not showing up as the person you want to be showing up as when you do say yes. Can't fully be present or fully showcase like your actual personality because they're fighting the social battery. (laughs) Yeah, it's really actually it's really interesting actually now I think about it. Big area I did start saying no to was business, right? So I knew that I was going to be away for X amount of time. And that meant that, you know, I could be working my business Mondays to Fridays if I wanted to, 
but that would also mean that it's costing me time that I could be spending experiencing other things. So I actually started saying no to certain things in my schedule for business. For example, there was a period where I stopped doing sales calls completely and podcast calls completely because I didn't want to be dedicating that time to have to sit in a room on a call when I could be going out and experiencing, you know, hikes or adventures with friends or social evenings with friends in that week window of time where I was actually away. So that is one big area that I did actually learn to say no to was business and saying no to filling up my schedule with different sort of appointments so that I could actually just prioritize that space to fully be present for those travel experiences, knowing that when I came home, like I'd have a full schedule of calls that I could be meeting anyway. For sure. So I guess you took a lot of those day-to-day tasks off your business. What about kind of future preparation. So did any new business opportunities or connections pop up or manifest while you were out and about for six months and something that has you excited for the future now that you're back and getting back on that business track? Yeah, I feel like the biggest thing when it comes to like the potential of what I want to be stepping into with business was just having that space to like just fully experienced life and and tend to myself really reignited uh, the passion in me, you know, to be coming back to business and getting a clearer vision of what I actually want to be working towards in life and business um, for myself and for our team and all of that. And um, obviously like having, you know, a vision meeting with you and Demi to sit down and share those thoughts of like, what do we want to be creating and what is this going to mean for each of us? That was a massive thing that did come from those travels because you know, I just gave myself space to um, kind of enjoy and embrace this point in time that I'm at right now and this point in business that I'm at right now, which then really started to naturally make me want to think about, well, what is next? And that's something that I was feeling resistance around in the past was, well, why am I in business? What do I want to be creating? What do I want to be working towards in my personal life and so on? And so that was a real clarifying thing that did come from the travels is starting to see, well, actually, when I come back, like, I want to be building my relationship, I want to be purchasing my first investment property. I do want to be creating more roots here in Australia, like to build this next chapter of my life here. I do want to be able to create opportunities for my team, you know, for all of us to go on, um, you know, celebratory holidays together at the end of like a big year and this and that. So that was a really beautiful thing that did come to me was um, just that ability to be able to get a clearer direction of where I ultimately want to be heading now that I'm done with my travels. You definitely. And do you think this type of international travel or just picking your life up and putting yourself in a completely new environment, is it something you would recommend for any business owner? Or do you think only very specific types of people can benefit from it? Or what are some of those like questions you should ask yourself if you're thinking, should I do something like this? And will it help my future, my business, my personal life? I think it's exhausting for some people, right? Some people are homebodies. They've maybe never left the country. They maybe don't like to drive, don't love to talk to new people. They could be really introverted. So what are some of those like questions you should ask yourself first to know if this is like a good aligned decision? Well, I think whether you're a business owner or not, just having that experience of solo travel is going to be so um, incredible for just 
self-discovery and helping you expand in so many new ways, I'd ask yourself the question of like, why are you feeling drawn to travel? Is it to experience new things, to meet new people? Um, Is it to be able to tap into your self-trust more or whatever it may be? Like just asking that simple question of why do you feel drawn to experiencing travel? For me personally, it was a blend of things. Like I honestly wanted to just experience like life outside of this bubble that I had been living in and at the same time really build self-trust for myself to step into a new level of independence. And I think having stepped into this level of independence that comes from solo travel, it really allowed me to build my self-confidence more, but also release control and start to learn how to really not just survive, but thrive in environments that aren't necessarily consistently stable ones, right? Because when you're jumping around from location to location, like there is an element of instability that comes with that. And being able to maintain yourself through that instability and actually continue your growth is a really massive learning curve that I experienced. But even simply just being able to trust yourself enough to be able to navigate your way around different countries without a car necessarily or without any you know solid um place to call home like it was such an expansive experience that I think allowed me to prove to myself in new ways that hey I can trust myself to really lead myself through whatever it is that I experience so I guess if you are really like feeling compelled to go and experience travel like do it I would highly recommend recommend um, anyone wanting to really expand themselves in that way because it does show you a different perspective on life but it teaches you a lot about yourself and like where you can be pouring more energy into yourself to maybe strengthen areas that you felt a little bit weaker in in the past and I know for me personally there definitely will be more solo travel in the future, probably not to this extent in terms of the length that I did it. Um, because obviously like being in a relationship and, you know, wanting to have more roots planted at home, like that length of travel just doesn't appeal to me the same way you did, you know, when I was stepping into this season that I stepped into, which is actually why I'm grateful that I did lead myself and create that space to have that big chunk of travel while I had the ability to do so, you know, without being tied down to somewhere or someone, because that's one of those things where it's like, I don't know if I'll have that space to experience that again in life. And that's okay because I still want to travel, but it'll just be in a different capacity as well. So definitely lean in if you're feeling it because, you know, right now your circumstances might allow you to experience travel in a way that maybe in the future you won't be able to either. Definitely, definitely. I love it. So six months is a long time, right? I mean, I know it goes by fast, but ultimately that's a, it's a good chunk of time. So for me at the beginning of my 10 month travel, I had already told myself, you know, this is the the year I'm going to focus on experience. I'm going to focus on family, career, and finance that, that can all come second. But now that I'm making it towards the end of my travels, I have about a month left and I'm starting to have these feelings pop up like, Uh, Like I almost made it to the finish line, but I'm having that guilt of, oh, maybe like taxes are coming up. Christmas is coming up. Maybe I should have focused a bit more in this sector or this sector. So was your mindset pretty consistent the whole time? Or did you kind of have those feelings of guilt or um, like 
maybe I should have done something else? Like, were those kinds of feelings popping up? Or were you really true to your goals for the the year? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, naturally, those feelings were popping up for me as well. I think when I had first stepped into my travel experience, I had set this intention that I was actually going to hustle whilst I was away. And I was going to scale the business in this way and that way. And then I got away and I realized, well, why am I pushing myself to show up for business in the same way I was at home. I wanted to leave home because I felt like I was becoming settled in this glorified nine to five. Now I'm on the other side of the world and I'm doing the same. And it's like, why am I forcing myself to stay stuck in this routine with business if I know deep down I'm wanting to break that? And I knew that what I wanted was to actually just embrace experiencing life for once because, you know, my whole life, it's always been about work, 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 you know, all through high school, straight after high school, went straight into university, never did anything other than study because I was so focused on my degree, then got a job and then started my business. And literally right up until this age of being 25, it has always been about work. And finally, I was giving myself permission to do something outside of that, but yet those old thought processes were trying to bring me back into those old ways. And when I recognized that, I sat with it and I asked myself, well, why am I trying to do this? And I could then identify what fears were coming up. You know, it's fear of falling behind or fear of not having enough money or fear of this, fear of that, whatever they are, they're pretty similar for all of us, but they also can be quite different. And so I just took the time to actually recognize what fears are keeping me stuck in this way of thinking and preventing me from fully embracing what my soul is calling me towards. And then once I was aware of that, I was then able to rewrite those fears. And that's when I started to shift my mentality to go, well, I'm only away for like five, six months maximum. Like, It's not the end of the world if I hit pause on hustling for a while and just embrace being present because this present moment that I was experiencing was once upon a time the very place that I desired to be. And because I am now in that place that I desired to be, like why resist that and not just pause and embrace that? And that was a big breakthrough that I was able to have knowing that once upon a time I dreamt of being overseas and dreamt of being able to embrace the experience of travel. So if I am in that desire right this minute, why resist fully leaning in? Why resist giving myself the space that I want in this small window of time that I'm here when I know that in a couple months, I'm going to be back home and I'm going to be getting back into that business routine as well. So then what that looked like for me was just making sure that my ducks were in order for business so that if I did step back from the hustle that, you know, my team could continue moving forward. I would have the finances to be able to support myself whilst traveling, whilst also continuing to support my team, because just because I stopped working doesn't mean that I stopped paying you guys. Like, so there was that financial consideration I had to take in. And then I took action to make sure that I could support that shift that I really wanted to make there. It's it's hard to break those routines and habits that you've had in place for literally years and have lived by that code. So when you were traveling and you have to kind of throw those old routines out the window in order to still be able to 
experience the travel and, you know, still keep some skin in the business. Did you have to be creating new routines every time you moved? Or maybe you just had a couple things that stayed the same in the morning and night and everything in between was a free for all. What was your kind of like schedule creation process like? Because for me, I move every month to either a new city or a new location. And it kind of you know, my favorite coffee shop I work at now needs to be different. And so little things like that, what was your kind of like routine creation process like? I would say I didn't have the most strictest routine, but more I was very aware of what my priorities were. So rather than having to feel very stuck in this rigid pattern of wake up at this time, do this, do that, have lunch here, get this done there, then have free space here on these days or whatever. Instead, I wanted to take a more fluid approach where I could go with the flow of what each day felt like for me, what it meant doing, what it looked like in terms of recreational activities, what it looked like in terms of business and so on. And so what that meant was just being really clear on what are my priorities. My priorities really came back to a couple of things, came back to checking in on my clients and checking in on my team. They were the two priorities I set for myself within my business. If they were the only two things that I did in a day, then I could go to bed happy because I had checked both of those boxes. Now, I really stripped back from everything I was doing in business so that all I had to do was focus on those two things. I just had to focus on nurturing those people that were already a part of my world. Um, And so then anything outside of that, such as content creation, potential pop-up sales calls and so on, that was all optional. So it would really come down to like, if you are someone who is moving around a lot and you are wanting to create some sense of routine for yourself, even just getting clear on what your priorities are each day and then making sure that you commit to that as the bare minimum, I would find that I would really try to stay on top of my schedule in terms of looking at, well, what is happening the next few days? Are there any, you know, activities I want to be doing this week or any people I want to be spending time with and making sure that I schedule that in first? So then I know what I'm also working around with um, the rest of the week that follows. And something that might help also is if you are wanting to do calls within your business, have one set day each week, which you dedicate for all of your business calls. That could be for your team meetings, your client calls, your sales calls, your coaching calls, like whatever it may be. And then that way, again, you can create some structure and routine within your business schedule whilst creating a lot of space for you to still have that flexibility and that room for movement. So that would really be the general gist is creating those priorities and having set days if needed for certain activities, even if that means just having set days that are intended for your travel days, moving between locations so that you know, I'm always going to be traveling on a Wednesday, so I'm never going to have any calls booked then, so I'm not putting anyone out. So it sounds like you were able to adapt the minute you felt you were out of alignment or you weren't fully experiencing things and you know would take that action to make those changes. Oh, I'm doing too many sales calls. We're going to push it all to one day. Oh, I'm stuck in one city. We're going to book a flight. And I don't even know where the hotel is or who is there. We're just going to book the flight to get things rolling. So now looking back after six months, was there anything you felt kind of regret that you didn't change or you didn't put into action or something like if you were to do this again, it would kind of be at the forefront of, oh, I need to make sure I'm doing this or not doing this. Mm. 
I wouldn't say there's anything I really regretted in that sense from my experience. I think it was a massive learning curve for me because it did teach me a lot. Like I went into this not having a single idea about what it feels like to travel and to move around, let alone to run a business whilst doing that. So I really went in with like just this openness to learn from the experience, knowing that, yeah, there would be some things that maybe aren't going to feel as good as they could have if I did it a different way. For example, I think one big thing, if you are wanting to continue to actively build your business while you are traveling, is just making sure that every location that you're booking to stay, like accommodates to you being able to build your business in a comfortable way. There was one location I stayed at, which was a literal Harry Potter closet underneath the stand case. And that did not support me really being able to build my business whilst I was there because I didn't want to sit in that closet uncomfortably getting a sore back on the bed I couldn't do calls in private like so that is a really big thing is if you do want to continue to do private calls and you need that space for your business to have that privacy and all of that take that into consideration when you are booking to go between locations Um, but again I would say that the biggest thing for me that maybe I would do differently next time is trying to build a little bit more discipline around tracking and um, those like smaller business activities on the admin side of things. Because when you are obviously away and you're moving around, it's very easy to have those things swept up and pushed aside. Um, So that would probably be the only thing is like making sure that yeah, you are creating that space to still have that intentional CEO time where you sit down and you develop the awareness around what's happening in your business. You know, are you missing any appointments or any forms that are coming through or this or that? Um, But again, like I give myself grace for any little error that did come up whilst I was away because it's such a learning curve. But that would be the biggest thing is just making sure that you're accommodating to what it is you ultimately want to be doing whilst you're away. If you want to go completely off the grid, go completely off the grid. If you want to continue to build your business, amazing. Like what are the little things that you need to put in place to actually allow you to be able to do that? The mindset I have around that as well is usually, you know, it's a business expense. If it's going to make my business easier, I'm going to pay for the extra 20 gigs of data in my SIM card or the faster Wi-Fi or the the space with a window or a desk. Um, So if business is your focus, I do think you do need to keep that into consideration and budget for it. But also remember, like, it's a business expense. Like why wouldn't you put yourself in a better position for growth and for mm-hmm. professionalism? And I know we're not tax people, but you've always done a really great job at breaking down investments and business costs and everything in between for your community. And I'm sure you could do a totally completely separate episode just on the finances. Um, but in terms of the the just the mindset around money and the feelings you have after this trip, because I know it was a big investment. Can you talk a little bit about like where you're at now and how you're feeling after, you know, pulling back from business income a bit and spending that on, you know, investing in yourself and your life experience? Yeah, I mean, I honestly, like it was a big uh, growth experience, I think, for me around my money mindset while I was away as well. When I had first stepped into my travels and even across my travels, like this question kept on coming up for me of do I want to invest in a mentor or do I want to have someone like in my corner in that sense while I'm away and traveling? And then I realized, no, actually, right now I don't want that because that is 
money that I could be pouring into making my experience whilst away a lot more abundant. So that was like the first thing that I had to come to um, when it came to finances was knowing like, what do I actually want to be prioritizing right now? And like I said, when I first stepped into travels, I was in this mindset of this is going to be like a big push season for me. And when I realized that it wasn't, I was like, it doesn't make sense for me to be bringing someone into my team to help me push if that's not what I'm wanting to do. So deciding like, how do I want to prioritize my money? And I decided that I wanted to be prioritizing my money towards experiences. And so then what that required was releasing this um, limiting belief that, you know, this is too expensive. I can't experience that. That's too much. Um, You know, that scarcity mindset of, oh, but if I spend X amount of dollars on accommodation here or this experience there, like, am I going to be in fear of running out of money and so on? So there were these little shifts that then had to happen around my money mindset to actually allow me to step into having that abundant experience that I wanted to have. And as soon as I did make that shift, honestly, like I felt this feeling of ease come over me where I didn't feel guilty for spending the money that was in my savings intended for the travel because that is what it was there for. I had put that money there. I had worked to get that money into my account purely so that when I was away, I could spend it. And so why limit myself? Why limit that experience if we've already set that intention for how we want to be using our money? Now, the same thing kind of happened when I made that decision to stop building uh, and to stop signing new clients whilst I was away. Then those fears came back up again. And every time I would look at my bank account and see it going down, like I'd have to start to rewire those beliefs again. And so again, I kept on coming back to, well, what is my intention right now? What do I want to be doing? Do I want to be saving towards a house deposit? Or do I want to be experiencing these travels while I'm here? And I knew that I wanted to be experiencing those travels. So I actually made peace with the idea of money going out without needing money to come back in. And so that was a massive breakthrough within my money mindset of just being like, it's safe for me to be spending money, even if right now I'm intentionally choosing not to be making money. And so then obviously where that leaves me stepping back into business is, you know, at a much lower point in my bank account than maybe I was when I stepped into my travels initially, but also I'm so okay with that, right? Why? Because, you know, today is day one of being back into business and I've already signed a new client into the academy. I knew and I trusted that it was safe and okay for me to stop selling because energetically when I am ready to start selling again, the clients are going to flow to me. And that is what's happening now. It was like, you can plan for these things. You can set those intentions around. I want this experience. I don't want having to hustle to be my priority for this minute. I've set myself up financially to be able to support this experience of travel and so on. And I trust that when I'm ready to get my gears back into action, the abundance is going to flow back into business as well. So in order to do that, it comes down to making those mindset shifts, but it does also come down to understanding the logistics of the money you have available and what you need to get by, what you need to pay for your team. I made sure that I budgeted and I set myself up to be able to continue supporting my team and continue supporting myself without needing um, constant cash flow of new clients clients coming through. And so having done that, again, it created that sense of safety and security for myself to be like, yeah, this is okay for me to embrace this season that I'm in, even though it's a little bit different to maybe any other season I've embraced in the past. Um, But I think, I hope that answers the question. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was going to say it's a 
pleasure to have you back and stepping into this next season of business. It was so much fun being a part of that journey with you while we're both kind of traveling the same time, having similar beliefs and shifts pop up. And, you know, now it's Q4, everyone is home or I'm almost home and just, yeah, can really feel that shift, not only like mentally, but literally physically, like whole, whole new environment. Um, So I'm excited for it. Uh, Is there any, and of course, I'm sure we'll have more episodes on this because you've got six months of stories to tell, which I'm sure even I haven't heard a lot of them. Uh, But for this episode, is there any kind of final, like maybe biggest lesson you learned or what you loved the most? Um, I guess I just love to hear like, I know it's hard to choose one thing, but I guess all encompassing, like why was this experience so perfect for you at this time in your life? And like, what, what did you take from it? I think this lesson would be applicable to someone who's traveling, but also applicable to someone who's not traveling at the moment. And that is to just embrace the present moment of where you are right now. That was a massive breakthrough that came to me while I was traveling. You know, I'm constantly the kind of person who's looking ahead, looking at that next step, like, what am I going to grow into next? What's that next level of business or this or that? And in doing that, we can really forget to embrace the moments that we are experiencing right now. And like I shared before, these moments we're in right now, once upon a time, that's somewhere that we dreamed of being. And if we're so focused on that next step, we're forgetting to fully embrace and be present for where we are in this moment. And so when we just focus on being present and we detach from the timeline and we trust that we will have everything that we desire eventually, because this present moment is evidence of that, then that gives yourself permission to actually release the control and release the need to be constantly in a state of movement and just instead feel gratitude and joy for where you are at in this very moment, knowing that that next place that you desire to be, it's inevitable and it's coming to you in divine timing anyway. Amazing. Well, I heard everything I wanted to hear. I'm sure I'll get another behind the scenes on our one-on-one meeting but thank you so much, Em. I can't wait to share more, you know, with the community and have it be more travel focused, lifestyle focused. Not everything revolves around business. I think we've definitely learned that this year um, and are always continuing to elevate that mindset that, you know, the more you pour into yourself and your personal experience, the more you're going to see that result in your business. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much. And I cannot wait to hear what is next for you and for us. Thank you, Emmy. And to everyone listening as well, like a final piece of advice is if you do want to have that experience of just having more freedom in your business to be able to travel or to just experience life a little bit more, get a team of incredible people who are empowered by the vision that you're on and the mission that you're on and bring them on board to help you because my travel experience wouldn't have been possible if I didn't have the superstars Emmy and Demi 
in my team, like supporting me across the last five months, because when I did decide to step back and take that time to myself, like they were the ones who were continuing to move things forward so that when I did step back in, I wasn't necessarily reigniting from a big pause, but instead I was just picking up from where they had left off, right? So that's something I'm extremely grateful for is you, Emmy, and of course, Demi as well, who's not on this podcast call today, um, but just having the best team of superstars who have supported me through all of my highs and lows the past few years and the travels that I've been on as well so thank you so much for being in my world I would not have it any other way (laughs) so that's a wrap on another episode of the empower them podcast if you want more from me then make sure you come say hi over on instagram at empower with m and let me know your thoughts on this episode If you love the podcast, then don't forget to leave a five-star rating and review to help us grow this platform. Now, before you go, I'm going to leave you with one final question to sit with and action stepping away from today's episode. How can you go out into the world today and do something small that will empower those around you in some way?